you know, the sixth generation of Hager family members have a 360 view and approach to the business. Julianne Spatero. You're listening to the Hager 360 podcast. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a conversation between Josh Hager, Eric Rose, and Bob Wilkins. Josh Hager is the president and COO of Hager Companies. Bob is the senior vice president of marketing and product development. Eric is the senior vice president of global sales. On this episode, they will be giving you an overview of the Hager 360 approach, what that means to you, and the multiple areas in which Hager can provide you support and services throughout your project journey. If you have already watched our Hager 360 video, this episode will give you further insight. If you haven't seen it, I recommend pausing this episode, watching it, and coming back to the podcast for a full picture of what Hager can do for you. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. On this episode, we're talking about the Hager 360 approach. So the Hager 360 degree approach really is the way we go to market. Um, our family is, uh, is very involved in the business. We love our customers, and we, uh, we want to be a great partner in the industry. We want to be a great partner to those customers. Um, 360 degrees is a great way of describing what we do, which is to provide a full service uh, partnership with our customers with great products delivered on time at a fair price. Josh summed it up really well, but uh, the only thing I would add, I think, is Hager and, and the history that we have uh, in, in door hardware specifically, uh, but in, in dealing with and interacting with our current channel, uh, we fully understand the value that the distribution brings to that channel. Uh, and, and we're just trying to do our part to better support their efforts uh, and hopefully grow together uh, as we move forward. Yeah, I think that to Bob's point, Josh's point that, you know, 360 from a real customer facing perspective is doing what's right for all channel players that ultimately ends up to the owner and user of a building, making sure that we're specifying the right products for the form, fit, and function of that building, that we're sourcing the right products, we're building the right products, we're specifying the right products so that it's supplied to last the duration of that building. Uh, and we're supplying that in a collaborative manner at a fair price to our customers so that we can all win together in the channel. We really want feedback on how we're doing. You think about that relationship um, we want to hear from our customers what we could do better. Uh, we want our customers to be able to sell those products to their customers and know how it's working after it's been installed. So as we go back over 20 years ago, our customers really wanted another option for locks, closures, and exits, and they wanted another full-line provider of door hardware. And as we came out with those products, it was important to us to have something that was easy to install. Uh, it was easy to actually keep an inventory um, fair price and also match the quality that Hager was uh, used to providing on our other products. So as we continue to develop new products, um, the feedback and the interactions with the various players in the market um, give us a barometer how we're doing and what we can do better. And I'm really proud of the Hager team for their hard work to come out with high quality products at that fair price and things that our customers actually want to, um, to have developed. 
sometimes specifications are written around a product that's proprietary or maybe something that's very expensive. Uh, we want to have a specification written that actually benefits the person who's going to be operating that building. Uh, so our customers, as Eric pointed out, um, and Bob as well, we really value them and we want to help them be able to grow their businesses by partnering with Hager. I think 362 here, you know, for a family-owned, independently operated company has a little bit different of a context for a lot of things too is because, you know, the sixth generation of Hager family members have a 360 view and and approach to the business. There are folks from marketing through operations, executive through, you know, product management that is just really continuing to contribute each and every day to the uh, the longevity of the organization. And just having that kind of influence of the ownership group, it, it really helps us maintain who the organization is and how we go to market each and every day. I would agree with that completely. Uh, one thing I would add is it, being a family-owned company, uh, not being beholden to shareholders, right, and, and, and having to uh, meet Wall Street targets gives us increased flexibilities. Uh, certainly on the product development side, we're not constantly chasing revenue, as Josh alluded to, right? We are developing products based on, on need. Obviously, we need to, to grow the top line and to generate new revenue. Uh, for us and our customers, uh, but I think one of the things that, that just gives us some additional flexibility to respond to market needs uh, more so than, than revenue targets. Uh, it also allows us to do things like build inventory, bring in additional raw yep. materials, especially in this time, in, in this day and age, uh, where materials are so hard to come by, uh, we have the flexibility to build up some of that inventory and allow us to be more responsive to, to customer orders. If you guys could sum it up in a few words, what does the Hager 360 approach specifically mean to you? It's a way of describing when you put your name on the product. You know, when we think about a warranty or we think about a guarantee of any sort, when it's literally your last name that's stamped on the product itself, uh, that comes with a commitment for the family, but also the Hager team. We have a lot of very talented people working in this company that care a lot about customers. And when we put our name on a product, we wanna be um, really the first brand you wanna buy from. And we wanna be a company that you feel comfortable all the way through the sales cycle partnering with. And when that product is sitting out there for five or 10 years, um, whoever's using it knows the brand and knows that we we're going to stand behind our products. One of my favorite sales calls over the last 20 years of my career, Josh and I, along with our sales representative uh, in the uh, Mid-Atlantic, we were in a uh, developer's office, and he pulled the most random, obscure product that we had in demonstration off the table and looks Josh in the eye and says, what's your warranty on this? And Josh takes the box. He looks at the box. He's like, you know what? I don't know, but my name's right here on the box, and here's my card. You call me anytime, and I'll take care of you. That embodied what Hager's 360 culture is. But to me, it really goes down to how can we best support our customers, right, and, and meet the needs that they have. Uh, we, we know we're not the, the biggest player in the market, but we do have that relationship and, and we're focused on customer collaboration and true partnerships. And so much of the Hager 360 approaches our customers and our focus on being customer centric. 
Um, can you talk about how Hager supports our customers and then how Hager supports our partners? From the very beginning in which a specification is written, the specification is going to be written for the form function fit of the building. It's going to be brought back through distribution. So our direct customers really have the first view of this upcoming project. So we can de deliver value to them. And then throughout the process of the quoting, the order, the acknowledgement and the delivery, you know, we're going to be working right in tandem with our distributors. Once the product's installed, if there are ever any issues, uh, which, which we engineer not to have, we're going to take care of it. You know, again, like Josh said, it's it's the family name that's on the box. And the family's been here for 173 years and definitely going to be here at least another 173 more. So taking care of the post installation is as equally as important as writing the spec and getting the purchase order into the system. We also have a very strong customer service and technical services department. Uh, nowadays, I think there's real premium in being able to get a person on the phone you can talk to. You're not just leaving a message somewhere, you're getting a great, great, quick response with somebody who knows these products better than you do. Our technical services department has continued to um, evolve and improve, and uh, we're committed to putting somebody with knowledge on the phone if they're needed. To add to, to what Eric and Josh said, I think it is truly an end-to-end -end look and, and supporting uh, the channel through, you know, from specification all the way through the, the, the sales cycle. But uh, I think it's more than that, right? I think we want to be the company that, that our customers know, the channel knows that they can rely on, right? So if we tell them we're going to do something, we're going to be the ones that can follow through and, and actually do that. So again, it's building, continuing to build that trust uh, between partners uh, so that we can ultimately grow together. And a big part of that, too, is, you know, this just came to mind as well. We're talking about a lot of the corporate infrastructure that's supporting our partners. But the route in which we go to market through our independent sales agencies, we've aligned with these agencies in some cases for two and three generations now. And by empowering them to really focus on continuity of the relationship, you know, it's, 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 it's great to say we're not asking for daily, weekly reports from our salespeople. It would be much better if they're spending their time out with our customers, seeing what's going on, following up on projects, seeing how we can help out, making sure that everything's going well. You know, that's really where the relationship's built. It's, it's the feet on the street. And we've been very um, fortunate to go to market with some of, the, some of the true best, most professional sales agencies and then our, our, our sales management team, too. Again, being family-owned, it, it, it get having that flexibility, not only in inventory builds or, or you know, doing specific things that maybe other manufacturers wouldn't do, but being able to make the investment, uh, not to cut a couple of pennies out of a cost, but do it to better support uh, and to better service uh, our channel, I think is extremely important. One thing I would add is to think back through our history, We've had to change a lot. And in order to change a lot and be successful, you have to stay very close to your customers. Um, we've had to add products. We've had to really change how we manufacture, change where we bought product from. Um, and the, con the consistent thing about Hager is that we've had to evolve with the times. And our commitment to continue to add products so that our customers can be successful uh, continues. Um, with that commitment, we're continuing to add more products on the access control side of the business. And as the guys have mentioned, 
uh, our customers are door hardware distributors. Um, there's multiple channels that these products make their way through, but we're very committed to our customers and giving them a product that uh, should be easier to sell, something that's really high quality, that looks great, and that um, will be a product that they can have success selling instead of having to have everything go through Division 28. Um, Division 8 really has an opportunity to uh, be our partner and for us to support them and to be successful together. So the Hager family is very committed as our employees and our top leadership to developing great products that really benefit our customers and that will continue on into the future. Josh makes a great point about access control specifically, right? To 20 years ago, we would roll out locks, closers, and exit devices to, to solve some needs of our, our current customers. Uh, and now we're moving into kind of that next phase. So how can we do that? How can we better support them from a product development side? And access control is certainly one of those areas uh, that's continuing to, to gain steam in the marketplace, uh, really taking a foothold. Uh, somebody's going to win that opening, right? Whether it's a, integration side or door hardware side, uh, we are doing everything that we can from a, a corporate perspective, but also a product development perspective to help our customers win that opening at the end of the day. You all have mentioned some specific areas in which we can support our uh, customers and partners. You mentioned our specification writing. You mentioned our customer service representatives and our technical support consultants. If you want to speak to some of those areas more specifically. I'll jump in first anyway, but I think we continue to look at additional resources there uh, if and when needed, uh, but we're always looking at throughout the company really, but specifically on those customer-facing positions any training needs, any potential upgrade? How do we bring in additional talent, wherever that may be? Uh, again, going back to the flexibility of a family-owned company, if there's talent out there, uh, chances are we can probably convince the family to go to make that investment. So, uh, I think that that's an extremely important part. Uh, when you call Hager, it seems like a simple thing, but somebody's gonna answer the phone, right? I mean. It, Nowadays, that doesn't happen as much as it should, and, and that's something that I'm confident will continue. Uh, and the people that you do get on the other end of the line will certainly be uh, competent and able to answer just about any question that comes up. Most assuredly. I mean, like Bob, like you said, you're going to get a live voice. You call in customer service, you call in technical services, you're going to get a live voice. You're going to get someone that has knowledge about the product, about the industry, about the process of that particular order. You know, uh, some of the developments in technical services and having iPads throughout the department now where we can do FaceTime calls and we're doing real time on the site, um, you know, installation support and troubleshooting. We don't need to have people out there in the field. We can be responsive immediately without delay when you run into that issue. Customer service. We've got multiple time zones uh, as we have customer service representatives in multiple states of the nation that can help support our customers from the West Coast to the East Coast and even internationally throughout the Middle East and beyond. So uh, I think that really shows the collaboration that we want to have with our customers that you're going to call, you're going to speak to somebody, and you're going to, like like you said, Bob, you're 
going to get a good answer. You're going to get the honest truth, uh, and you're going to have someone knowledgeable uh, on the other end. As far as the specification side, we're continuing to invest in both people helping to generate specifications as well as those to write them in a quick and uh, fair manner. Um, we as a company are committed to continuing to grow that process. And uh, a long-term approach helps us to keep people even when times get tough. And that doesn't always happen in our industry. So we would also like to see the industry just get better. And we want to be a part of that. Were there any other areas of support that you would like to highlight as well? I think Bob touched on it. You know, we, we talked about training. Uh, and, and to what Josh was saying about trying to just make the industry a better place internal and external you know a year year and a half ago we launched hager university and hager university isn't hager product only training it's codes and compliances it's doors and frames it's a all-encompassing view of just quick training hits for the mo the, the newest folks into the industry or the most seasoned veterans in the industry um, and that's been just a great collaboration internally, but also externally. That's for anybody in the industry to take, whether it's an architect, an owner, a distributor, our internal staff. As we bring on new people, we're putting them through Hager University, and uh, you know, hopefully they get their undergrad in uh, doors, frames, and hardware. We've made an investment in education at that level, but we continue to also support uh, DHI at, at a higher uh, at a higher level and the, the, the foundation there uh, we have multiple people that, that teach DHI classes so we continue to support uh, the industry in, in that regard as well uh, so it really is kind of uh, like Josh said how do we improve all of us right and, and, and we can hopefully take take lead in that and as people think of our company, they think Hager Hinge. Um, hinges are less than half of what we sell now. We've had to really change. And in order to be successful, we've had to invest and we've had to continue to um, look at our processes and our procedures. And Hager's undergoing a, a major time of investment. Uh, we've re uh, referenced the distribution center to have fully automated ASR systems, to have technology that's very expensive, reducing lead times to us as, as part of this 360 approach. Uh, but we're gonna have to continue that. So as we look at um, our computer systems and we look at other uh, ways we're manufactured with old equipment, some of that's gonna have to be replaced. We're also gonna have to change our mindset. You know, the great thing about our company is there's a lot of history, but we have to continue to improve and evolve so that we can be that partner 10, 20 years from now when we're selling a lot more of other products. So it is a commitment to continuing to upgrade the engine of the vehicle you're driving, right? We have to make this company better. And uh, that it, it's, it's fun to do that, but it is a lot of pressure and it's a good thing. And we have a team of people, I think they're very hungry and they want to be involved in making not only this company, but also the industry better. And I'm really proud of the Hager team. You said, you know, it's a, it's a fun challenge and most assuredly, but I think one of the things too, the defining piece of the 360 view is just having fun right as an organization we work hard we go we go into battle each and every day uh but we have fun doing it and you know there's 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 in my career never a, a, a team that has been um more open to discussion more open to change uh and just continued communication across the different cross-functional areas um yeah we're gonna work hard but 
what's it worth if we're not having fun while we're doing it? Yes. <laughs> so my grandfather, Bill Hager, could tell a story like nobody else. He, uh, 6'4", dynamic, full of charisma, uh, booming deep voice. So I was the oldest of my generation and the only one from generation six in the, you know, in the building. And so he, uh, my grandfather said, Josh, come in here. So I went into his office and, and he said, Josh, don't be the generation to F it up. And I thought he would start laughing. So I looked at him waiting for him to laugh. He just let it sit. And I tell this story uh, with some regularity because he just let it sit. And my whole life I'll never forget my grandfather saying, don't be the generation to mess up this company. And uh, you know, so to me there's a commitment from the family itself to being capable and ready to run the business, right? And to continuing to steward this, this company that you have to lead for a time to then hand it off to someone else in better condition. So personally, for me, that story and kind of how I'm wired and some experiences I've had, um, I want to be continuing to better myself so that I can be prepared to lead it. And if I'm not the right guy to lead it, be prepared to hand it off to somebody who's going to do a better job. So um, I think the approach goes all the way up to the top as well. But I think it goes beyond that, right? It, at least in, in terms of the family. I think first and foremost, yes, that's always probably in the back of their mind. We can't be the ones to screw this up. But but that's not that's not good enough, right? That nobody's comfortable with just not screwing it up. Mm -hmm. It is really how do we how do we leap forward? How do we better support the channel? Um, how do we become a better company overall? So it's not just protecting what's there and, and making sure that it survives, but, but growing into the future, which is to me the most exciting part. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. Thank you all for your time and sharing your thoughts and stories on the podcast. It was great having you all. Thanks, Thanks for having us. You can stay up to date with all things Hager by visiting our website at hagerco.com and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hager Companies. And remember, you can always connect with us at any point in your project journey.